Telsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. And good morning. Welcome to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly May with me. Pearly. What's going on this morning? Got my driver in hand and ready to rip it, baby. Let's go. Yep. All right. So we formatted the show like around the golf. Uh, we Our first segment is called the On the Range Segments, brought to you by our friends at Vehicle Assurance, 866-341-9255. If you need some additional coverage, you need some help with the insurance on your car, no matter what the car is, they have it for you. Call them. They've been in business for over 10 years, over a million satisfied people. They're terrific. Um, check out our social media outlets. Right. Check what? out our social media outlets. What? There you go. Check them out. Wherever they are, whatever they are, Pearlie's in charge, and he welcomes all of your comments about our social media outlets. But Bob and Kathy Donahue, those are people you need to call. 314-805-2132. These are phenomenal people that are doing a great job. They'll help spruce up your home. Man, I saw a picture of a staircase, an an interior staircase that they did the other day. Spectacular. They did something with the balusters or whatever you call the little things in between. You know, I don't know what they're called. They were, it was great. They know what they're called. They know what to do with them. Call Bob and Kathy, 314-805-2132. All right, so, John, this show, an overview. We wanted, I wanted to try to put something together uh, tell with some stories from things that uh, you and I've done together about how to get ready to play your best golf from the driving range, the putting green, how, how, what, what sort of things to work on, drills, um, how to get your mental side right, what not to do. You know, there's there's a thousand different ways to think about this. Most of the time, when I see folks doing it. They're not doing it the right way. They're not. They're not giving themselves the best chance to play well. Well, you just pointed out that there's a lot of things, and when it goes through, we can both relate to this. When we played our best golf, we did an awful lot of those things at a high level, and it started long before we got to the golf course, right? I mean, it started long before the day of the tournament, uh, for, for that matter, too. So there's there's so much that goes into it, which is why. The more we understand that, the more you can respect those guys on tour because it's, it's just it's a way of life if you really want to play great. But you're talking about the weekend warrior, the guy playing a couple of days a week, that kind of stuff. But I'll even start, though, even with those folks, which we've talked about, get your body in shape, get some walking under your belt. If you can jog, get jogging under your belt. If you can do some stretches, that kind of stuff. That's just a huge, huge place. If we're not playing sports all the time, if we don't have our bodies in shape, Trying to play this game is really, really rough. It, it's really limiting if we're not there. Well, you know, we've seen it, the story about um, Guy Burroughs and, you know, <laughs> whiffing a three-wood from the middle of the fairway because his group was uh, uh, on the clock and he was carrying around about an extra 50 to 80 on the front. And he was sweating and just trying to walk to keep up. I know it's uh, – and he, he – he, I promised him I wouldn't tell. He goes, you're not going to tell anybody you saw that, are you? And I said, Gee, which we affectionately called him Gee. I said, I'm telling everyone that. 
that story. I said, you whiffed your three-wood in the, from the middle of the fairway with a perfect lie. Of course, I'm telling everybody. So, so but, 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 Pearl, the, the conditioning stuff, it's not only a golf thing, man. It's a life thing. As we get older, you want to be around. You want to see your grandkids. Whatever your age is, it's a, I know people are probably tired of hearing us say it, but get your butts off the couch. Walk. Do anything. It's going to help every aspect of your life. Yeah, and some flexibility. I think the walking is absolutely huge because that's part of it. You know, it's funny, Jay. I reflect back uh, when I played my best golf is also when I was in my best running shape. I don't think that was just so. It was just a physical thing. It was a mental thing. It was I was just able to be able to concentrate a little bit deeper. You're going to talk about a couple of drills in a second. It's tough to do those drills. Tough to do the right thing if you can't focus for, for more than five seconds at a time. Oh, Pearl. I mean, think about it. One of the reasons you know, one of the reasons why I've worked out, been in the gym for. I mean, you couldn't tell if you looked at me, but I've been in the gym for the last 25, 30 years. It is because it helped me blow off the stress. It helped me blow yep. off the stress of some of the personal stuff that was going on in my life, the, the trying to cope with the, the stress of the PGA Tour. Just life, man. It, it, it helped a boatload. But all right, so, John, let's try to take it in some sort of sequence, which is completely unlike what we do on the show, but let's try it anyway. You know, so you go to, you're, we're talking about being, have some degree of prep before you go to the golf course. And some people are going to just throw this right out the window. They're going to be, you know, to, to do what they do. But if there's a way to go to either the driving range or the putting green, and you can't do both before you get on the golf course, what do you think people should do? I'm going to say go to the putting green and get some putting, chipping, some steel stuff in, because that's where most of it is. But I'm going to start someplace earlier while you're driving to the golf course. Hey, give a little talk to yourself and say, hey, what am I after today? I'm after having a good time. I'm after accepting that I'm going to hit some lousy shots. I'm going to accept that some guys are going to start their cart when I'm ready to hit. Somebody's going to be talking when I'm ready to hit. Somebody's going to hit into us, whatever the case is. It's, it's the same thing that I encourage in uh, for business. Just be prepared for, like, funky things to happen so you're not surprised because you know darn well they're going to happen. So just a couple of minutes of prep in the car before you even get there. And then I think putting and chipping. You can always swing away around the, around the putting green to get yourself loose. But you got to get that touch. I, I think. Where, where are you coming from? No, on that? I am too. And you wanna, I don't you see wanna people... go bomb drivers. You want to go bomb drivers. I know exactly. Oh where yeah, you're exactly, going. exactly. No, I <laughs> see that all the time. People run from the car. They don't hit a couple of pitching wedges or a couple of, you know, uh, uh, their most lofted wedge to get a sense of uh, touch and feel. They're banging. They want to bang their driver straight from the car. I mean, we're talking about yeah. maybe a little waggle, and then, and I mean, you know. The majority of your shots are going to be taken with the the wedges in the putter anyway, and I, I'm with you. I mean, uh, I don't see it happen very often, but I, if if it, that's all I could do, I would definitely go to the dry to the putting green and hit some putts and, and pitches, get some sense for how fast or slow the greens are today, and try to get a little feel. I, I totally agree. I totally uh, that's that's the way to go. Uh, and at the end of the day, your rhythm with your little pitches and chips is going to relate a whole lot more, hopefully, to the rest of the swings in your golf bag. And you can actually kind of start from there, nice and slow, and, and have a lot of feel to it. Pearl, I remember the time, I think we were up in uh, Reno Tahoe when you were caddying for me, and I'm like, I'm not going to the range. 
I'm just go. Let's go to the. Let's go hit a couple of pitches and chips around the green. Let's go hit a couple of putts. I've already been on the bike and 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 rode uh, a little bit to get uh, my body warm. Let's just go. And um, I didn't think anything of the first tee. You know, the first tee is a crapshoot sometimes, no matter what. But there, you know, I was loose. I was fine. And Rotella talked to us about this. How many times to use your warm up? Your your practice in the morning as a warm up, not as oh hell, I got to go try to find my swing. Where's my game? What's this? What's that? You know, not as that, but truly as let's get our body loose. I've played a lot of events. First of all, without a driver in my bag. Second of all, with a driver in my bag, but never hit it in the driving range. And people are like, "Why don't you hit your driver before you play?" Because I don't want to hit a bad one and start thinking about it. Uh, I was I was in a good place <laughs> in my head. I knew I just wanted to be, make good swings. I felt good about it. I didn't want to stand up there until I hit a bad one. So I, I thought that that's for me. I mean, it, it was just a little mental game. I could go out there knowing I hadn't hit a bad tee shot that day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should call Bob. I don't know. one 800 Um So I, I think that the, be, the bigger thing about that, with the with the shorter stuff is it can easily set up a, a really beneficial rhythm and tempo to the whole round of golf to the entire round of golf instead of man that driver's tough to swing sometimes and that first swing without any other swings going to the driver is can can definitely set you off on the wrong foot absolutely it's 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 a piece of it another another thing is if depending on the time you do have uh, a little bit of time on the range just what you just said. I'd hit a bunch of three quarters, uh, wedges, same thing to just feel the flow, feel the, the, the flow through your whole body, shifting your weight, making your turn. That's where everything can start clicking from there. Yeah, hell yeah. And you hit something a little more solidly. Um, and Pearl, yeah. what we're about on the show, what we're about when we get uh, on when you're on my bag and I'm playing, we are about the fundamentals. We are talking about setup. We are talking about ball position. We are talking about rhythm and tempo. And we don't really need to cover anything else. We are not sitting out there with a bunch of uh, swing devices and all of these things trying to work out. We're about fundamentals. Get the ball in the right place. Get the... um, get a sense for the rhythm of the day, the rhythm of the round. Some short game stuff was paramount my last 15 years on tour and try to play from the same place every day. Well, yeah, checking your tendencies, exactly, which is kind of what you referenced at that last piece is, hey, you had a tendency of having a little bit of a high right arm, high right shoulder, uh, maybe a little bit of ball position, that type of thing. So check those things. Get those squared away right off the bat so that you can can feel what that's supposed to feel like and then uh, off you go. All right, so Pearl, that's going to wrap up the uh, on the range segment. I'm going to give the tip of the cap. The tip of the cap this week. It's brought to you by the Dean Team of Kirkwood. Colin and Brandy are our buddies over there. They both helped you with your new purchase, Pearl. They helped me with a a car for Joe. You can reach them at three one four nine six six zero three zero three. And the tip of the cap today goes to Mother Nature. She's one tough tough cookie and we got so much snow in the middle of april that we had to bow tip our cap to mother nature because she just whipped our ass and won again and destroyed our flowers and made golf tough i saw i talked to a couple of my younger students they're like yep mr delsey we had to play golf in the snow in the snow and i thought Man, it's a tough enough game when the sun is shining and it's 70 or 80 degrees out. Playing in the snow and the cold, 
Mother Nature wins a tip of the cap this week. Mother Nature's always in charge, and we can't afford to forget that. Yeah, and ask Sander Shoffley what he thinks about Mother Nature and the gust of wind that he got at the 16th in Augusta this year. Uh, wasn't <laughs> oh, blowing, baby. Wasn't oh, blowing baby. too kindly on him. Uh, that's the tip of the cap from the Dean team of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. Pearl, that's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. Uh, but don't go anywhere, folks. We will be right back with the front nine. With golf with Jay Delsing. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend, Jay Delsing. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcone Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In southern Illinois, contact Jeff Klein at Mount Vernon TV and Appliance Center. The phone number is 618-242-1579. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I am delighted to welcome Marie Davila to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie Davila is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Weidman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. When my dad died and my mom decided she didn't want to live alone, Marie de Villa was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner, and he took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in, and there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie de Villa had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way the family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest. When things come out of left field, having a game plan makes all the difference. Luckily, Farmers Insurance has been helping people cover their bases for more than 90 years, and they can help you, too. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach today to see if you have the coverage you want for whatever curveballs may come your way. Call 314-398-0101. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Many of us have experienced back pain that interrupts our daily life and activities. Having been a patient at SSM Health Physical Therapy and seeing the one-on-one care, I highly recommend them. Their experienced staff using the latest techniques returns patients back to the things they enjoy, whether it's on the golf course, planting flowers in the garden, or whatever it is that you enjoy. Let my friends at SSM Health Physical Therapy get you out of pain and back into your life. 80 locations in the St. Louis area to serve you, 800-518-1626. You can call them or reach them on the web at ssmphysicaltherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. 
Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Perlich. With me, Brad Barnes. Meat is taking care of us here in the ESPN studios. We're headed to the front nine, John. Ascension Charity Classic, baby. This September, Norwood Hills Country Club. Can't wait. Going to be a big time. Going to be a big time. So between now and then, what are you going to work on? You're going to work on your fundamentals. Just happens to be the next sub- subject on your show here. Today. Oh, Pearly, what do they call that in radio? A segue. I don't know if they call it that or not. That's what we're calling it. We're you, going... you and I shouldn't be on. You and I shouldn't be on a segue. Only accidents are going to happen with you and I on a segue. Did I ever tell sure. you about my story with the segue? Oh boy! I'm playing the yeah, right okay, so so I'm playing, and there is a uh, a hero uh, in his um, uh, from the Marines who had lost one of his legs from just above the knee, and I was walking down the fairway, and. Um, Oh, no, I, I had just come off the tee, and he was there, and I was just walking uh, to a second, the second deck of tees out in California, and I said, hey, man, uh, which, which form of the service were you in? And he said, the Marine Corps, and I, I shook his hand, took my hat off. I said, I so appreciate your service, you know, whatever, whatever, and he was just uh, just delightful. And he said, hey, what kind of driver are you hitting? I go, hell, look, this, well, you want to hit one? And I said, can you hit one? And he goes, yeah. I said, hey, give me that. So I hollered at my caddy, got another ball. We were in a, in a pro-am, and I teed it up for him, and I turned it over and gave it to him, and he he just smacked it. It didn't go straight, but awesome. he smacked it, and it was uh, one of the new tailor-mades. He goes, man, I hadn't hit that before. I go, yeah, it doesn't go straight for me all the time either, but it's really fun to hit him. And he said, yeah. He goes, hey, have you ever been on a Segway? And I go, I don't even know what a Segway is. This was probably, oh, God, Pearl, probably – probably just when I turned 50, so almost 10 years ago. And he goes, uh-huh. yeah, and he shows me the segue, and I go, oh, boy, I'm awful at balance. If there's not a ball associated with something, I pretty much had never done it. And he goes, oh, it's so easy to get on there. Do you, which, so, so the question is, not did I fall down, but did I fall down on my face or on the back of my head? Uh, face. Face. Yep, face planted right in front of him. He looked at me. I started laughing. I was down in kind of a, on all fours with a little push-up position. I had that the bar hitting me right in the middle of my chest on the segue. And he said, you good? I said, great. Could you imagine me complaining saying, oh, yeah, I kind of bruised my sternum to a, a, a stud Marine who's lost his leg? I, and I just kind of sheepishly, I'm like, you take care of that segue. And, and uh, oh, yes. Oh, damn, that was tough. Jay, damn. Jay I got I to gotta ask you. I got to ask you. Did you really think it was a good idea before you did it, or did no. you just feel you no. had to do it? I felt like I had to do it because he was a hero, and this is this guy, and I was like this golfer, you know, and I felt I did. I knew it was going to I was only trying to nudge it and I hit the gas and the thing went backwards. My head went down. Brutal. My my group was my group was enjoying it. I could tell you they were enjoying it. Um, oh, yeah. Oh my god. I know. Brutal. Um. Anyway. Too funny. Anyway. So fundamentals. Let's get back to the fundamentals, John. Um. I remember just struggling so hard trying to identify my... It wasn't as hard identifying my tendencies. I had a high right arm. I used to have a um, uh, a tendency to go way too fast to rip the club off the ball, things like that. Um, but, um, man, um, identifying them was one thing. Trying to figure out where my body was in space just killed me. So hard. So difficult. 
the times that we would work on pitching, I can remember in Australia, just spending hours on that green, trying to get that just off the green, obviously, trying to get a feel for the, the pitching and the different trajectories, the different spin on the ball. And then probably the epic for us, which was one where it was a major payback, was the time we spent at uh, Pebble on the green at the end of the day for, I don't know, were we out there four or five hours just working on getting that club head swung square first, to the path? First of all, I'll never forget this. So first of all, I shot a typical good ball hitting, terrible take care of the ball around the green because my putter was so inconsistent, 70, what, three or four or five, something like that. Which is yeah, and, yeah. and and I said, John, I'm not getting off of this coming off of this green until I have an understanding of what I'm doing wrong. And we spent at least five hours on that putting green after playing of what an hour around a golf of at least five hours long. Oh, at least. But I also remember there was there was just kind of that that commitment on your part. It was kind of the okay, I've had enough now. I can't go on. Huge. I can't keep trying to do this yeah. the way I was doing it. And you know what, Pearl? What I what gave me the confidence is what we worked on and understood about pitching with a square club face, with the ball in the same spot, with my hand position varying only three different variants for high, medium, and low, and understanding how good I was getting at that, that that gave me the confidence that we were going to figure out this putter. Well, the bottom line is you have not deviated from what we – learned and what you kind of committed to from that day and i don't remember what year that was but that was a that was a long time ago and and you've absolutely committed to it literally you have not deviated from that that's that's a lot to say for any professional golfer no and i haven't and i and i sit there and look at the guys on tour when we follow the game and watch the way they pitch the ball watch the the fundamentals the 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 guys that are the best of it are doing the exact same thing that we implemented the ball in the center of your stance the club face is not wide open pointing for us right-handed golfers way out to the right it's pointing where you want your ball to start and then what i tell most people most amateur golfers do less. You don't need to raise up. You need to stay in your posture. You need a mini little pivot, and you need to let the head of the club lead. It is that easy. Yep, absolutely. And then after we get the fundamentals down, it's what drills are we going to do to kind of maintain those fundamentals? What what's the that's by the way that's another segue not to bring up a poor subject, but uh, what, you know what are we going to do once we kind of get what the fundamentals are to where put that into drills that we're going to bring to the golf course for practice or in between rounds for practice. Right, right. So uh, so one of the things that we were doing when it comes to the fundamentals of pitching and chipping the ball was the trajectory. Are you hitting? The trajectory was crucially important. Did it match the shot that I saw in my mind's eye? So if you're out there, folks, if you're out there trying to figure out your pitching, look at, think about the difference, and I'll give an extreme example so that you can understand it, easily understand it. Think about the difference of how much run the ball's going to have on it if you pitch something somewhere between, you know, around knee height compared to something that's going to come into the green some somewhere around 10 or 15 feet above head height the higher ball's got to go going to have so much less roll and so much less pitch forward than that little lower shot and that's why that's really important so we want to run those drills for pitching to to call that every time to the trajectory when you get to the next level which obviously jay is and, and as we get lower in our handicap we also want to be able to kind of identify what kind of spin meaning side spin, and we put a little hook spin on that, that, that pitch. We put a little draw spin on that pitch. 
those are all the things that we really want to do drills. Hit a couple with a low draw spin. Hit a couple with a high draw spin. And, and move it around like that so you can really identify that and feel all that. I'm gonna you back know, them uh, I'm gonna back them off of that a little bit, John, because I feel like that's okay. really higher level. What I'm gonna say instead of that, and you can certainly do that for the guys that are, you know, less than a five handicap, maybe less than an eight handicap, certainly yeah. give that a whirl. But but look on where you want your ball to land. Try to hit a spot, wow. and that is extremely important. And even give yourself a target. Put a T out there. Put a. I'll take a chapstick or my car keys, something out there. I want that ball to land. It doesn't have to be perfect. I used to take the my my children's the girls hula hoops, and 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 land it inside of a three foot spot at a certain trajectory, and you won't believe the results you're going to get. And by the way, that is high level. That is what the guys on the PGA Tour are doing. They're trying to hit a spot at a certain trajectory, and they know if they do, the rest will take care of itself. Great point. Yep. Absolutely great point. Yep. Jay, talk a little bit about uh, the, the the putting the the the, the, the clock put, putting the, yeah, the, the putting clock, clock the is wonderful and and so guys that's about getting three or four balls as in a circular area around a hole and start at two feet away. I'm not kidding. Start at two feet away. Once you make all three or four of those balls at two feet, go to three feet away and knock all three of those in and then go to four feet. And that's the end of the drill. So we are talking about if you have four balls out there, we're talking about you need to make 12 putts in a row, four from two feet, four from three feet and four from four feet. And here's the kicker. If you miss one, you got to start over. And why is that, that important? Is. Because it puts pressure. It gives meaning. It makes you care. It makes you concentrate. Trust me. The first time you have to restart, you don't think any big deal. The third or fourth time, you get over that four-footer, and it's the last one, and you start thinking, damn, if I miss this, i got to go back, and I might not be able to get to the 19th hole. I might not be able to... It'll make you focus. It'll make you concentrate. And that's purposeful practice, John, and that's crucially important. And depending on how bad it goes, pull pull your truck up, turn the lights on, yep. and keep on going and, and make that happen. You know, Jay, I, I was literally doing that today, and I've played so little, I've practiced so little. It is it was the toughest thing to, to concentrate even for that long. I'd knock a couple in and then absolutely whiff one, and I'm thinking, what is going on here? And I'm like, it's not my stroke. My mind completely wandered. Exactly. I, I, it was like I completely lost where I was at. And here's and, a cool uh, thing, Pearl. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your point. No, there, there's a lot to making those 12 putts. There's right. a lot to it. Right. And so my point is, if you do this, have your head where you need it. This doesn't take a huge time commitment. The problem is, start letting your mind wander, not be there for a couple of those putts. And now all of a sudden, it will take you 30 minutes to do this. But if you get your head together... This thing, you can knock this thing off in less than five minutes, and that's with, you know, missing one. Uh, I, I remember guys in college when I first started seeing that, and obviously Phil Mickelson has been on TV doing that drill for, for forever. And uh, it's it's amazing how, how it helps. I think, Jay, across the board, it helps you learn how to focus. And I, that, could, that, could, that can permeate throughout the rest of your game. You know, what did John Wooden say to us, Pearl, in college? Uh, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. So, um, that is definitely something to keep in mind. That's going to wrap up the front nine, but uh, come back, Pearlie and I will be on the back nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, everybody, it's Vince Gill. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. 
If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. 1-866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicklaus, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. I am with my buddy Joe Sheezer from USA Mortgage. Hey, Jay. How are you? Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show. Ah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company. So over a 1,000 families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a, a local company, please call USA Mortgage, 314-628-2015, and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available, and give you an opportunity to support a local company. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by the Bogleback Agency with Farmers Insurance. Welcome back to the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Pearly is with me. I'm Jay, and we're headed to the Back Nine, which is brought to you by the Vogelbach Insurance Agency with Farmers. Call Ed at 314-398-0101. Ed is a terrific person. He's got Oh, I think he's got nine children. I think three of them are working at his agency, and he uh, can help you with any of your insurance needs, whether it's personal, whether it's for your business. Uh, call Ed, and he will help you out. Um, okay, so, John, the on the back nine, let's talk a little bit about some uh, full swing stuff. Okay, so we kind of covered putting. We talked about chipping, pitching. We talked a little bit about the mental aspect. Let's talk about some some full swing stuffs. Um, you got a look on your face like you got some sort of story about me that you want to tell. Just something. Um, one one of the things that um, when I when we were playing the tour, John, I was playing all those years. We had ball hitters that stood out on the range and hit balls all day long. VJ Singh comes to mind. Bobby Watkins comes to mind. Guys that would stand out there and pound balls and pound balls. And that is not 
the way it it's, it works well for me. And whenever I've tried to do that, I usually bind myself up so much in the mechanical piece of it. What worked for me, John, was when we would go on the range and you would literally call shots out and I would almost have like a time constraint where I couldn't stand over the ball too long. I had to hit the ball within three or four seconds of you calling a shot to a target. Yeah, we we kind of played off of Fanana from from uh, Caddyshack, and uh, Jay would at least start his backswing, if not if not be at the top of his backswing, and I would call low draw, high fade. And at first, he kind of looks at me like, "What are you thinking about?" And I don't I I don't remember when the first time as we tried that, but I remember it worked like a charm pretty much every single time to kind of get you athletic, get you loosened up, kind of lose that sense of of control. You know, you know the adage got to give up control to get control and boy i'll tell you what when you don't have control and somebody's telling you that that is a tough thing to say but that that fanana drill we called it helped you tremendously we we used it a hundred times for sure and i can remember one of the times we were down you were i was at second stage of tour school you down were down in, there um, really down in columbus georgia was that uh callaway gardens yeah down there, yeah yep yeah. Yeah. Oh no, down, that's not Columbus, there. Georgia. That's in Georgia, but Cal- it's 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 in Callaway Gardens. Yeah. And yep, so you were right. just struggling to hit the ball. You just didn't have your rhythm. You just couldn't find it. And we went to the range and we started doing that. And I'm giving you, telling you to hit slinging hooks and block fades and whatever the case is, and just kind of loosened you up. And I remember you went from having absolutely no sense <laughs> of it. To really playing well and getting through that, and and just shooting some uh, some marvelous golf, it's really a good way to break it up. And and I think you know you can we can make the statement, give up control to get control. But what does it mean, and how do you how do you do it? And I think that's actually a drill that, that references or or makes sense of that statement. Yeah, and the other thing that we did, John, and I think this is important, folks, to absolutely pick out a target while you're doing this. This is going to be a low draw towards this flag or this rock. You would pick out trees. We would pick out, I mean, we were picking out targets every single time. So this was, it sounds random, but it was very purposeful. This is going to be a low, and, and if I, this is going to be a low fade. This is going to be a high fade. And if it didn't come out right, we did it again to a different target, and and it was it was absolutely fun. Another way to do it, John, is for folks to pick out parameters on the driving range. I've got a seven iron, and I've got I cannot move on to the next portion of my bag until I land three or five shots between this point and that point, and that gives them some room. Pearl. It doesn't have to be, oh, I have to hit these right at the flagstick. Nope. I'm right. going to pick out an area, say, hell, Pearl, say fi- even 15 steps apart. That's 45 feet apart. I need to land five seven irons in between these two targets before I can move on. And that builds confidence. Absolutely. I think I'm starting to remember one of the first times we did the Fana drill. We were down at Shreveport, Louisiana. Back in my uh, buddy, my dad's buddy's backyard and his lake house in the crabgrass, and in our in our shorts and uh, t-shirts, and I had a a, a a mitt, a baseball mitt, and I'm running, and I would go running and start taking off, and I would yell 
what shot you had to hit out of a lousy lie in the rough. You remember that? I do remember it. I was sitting them all with my 60, and I'm like, that was, we we might have had a Michelobultra or two in our hands, and that was, uh, I remember you running all over the yard, and I was actually, you know, hitting little shots in front of you, and you were diving to catch them, and sometimes they actually went right in your glove. Well, and I, it was another one of those weeks, too, if I remember, yep. while, while, while we were doing that, where things were clicking for you, and then you went out and just shot nothing the next day in a windstorm. Should we tell the story about day. the car, in the car on the way back after the first day? Oh, yeah, go ahead and tell the story. I, I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> This more obviously than... left a lasting impression on you, and I love it. I oh, love this it. one go just ahead. destroyed me. I, I, I shot, <laughs> what did I shoot, 75? 76. 76 and meat. It was like a it was like a yard sale. I just left strokes first, all first round. It was, all, it was a first, first round, round of the tournament. Um I'm leaving strokes all over the course and I come into last holes a reachable par 5. I had a nice drive, jack it up. Why not make it a 5 or maybe even a 6? And I'm like I don't want to hit balls. I I I throw my clubs in the car. We get in the car and I am down. I mean, I am feeling low. And I look at Pearly and I said, you know, I don't think I can ever make a cut again. And what do you say, my buddy? My I thank God I got my buddy caddying for me. If I if I don't, I'm in the car by myself and I'm fine. I can have this conversation, not worry about it. But I got John there, my confidant, my friend, and he says I waited about thirty seconds and said, I, I, I'm wondering if you can ever make a cut either. <laughs> Come on! Oh my God! Well, I looked at him, and laughing. we both started laughing so hard. I'm like, there was some swearing going on, big time, bigger than Dallas after that. But I was like, "Come on, man!" And then we started doing this crazy thing out in his backyard. And the next day, I, I'll never forget that day either. I shot 65. I three putted the first hole. I shot 65. I think it was a low round of the day in rain, windy conditions and wound up finishing fourth third yeah you had a great, you had a great i don't finish. know where you, you eagled the last yeah you eagled the last hold the term but you had a great finish and there were some other crazy things that happened that week <laughs> out of the golf course as well but uh yeah but but that, but that fun on drill uh that was i it. think loosened you up to where you could get the you could get the weighing the click the dynamic that you can't read about you just have to feel and uh you were able to capture it i think after some of those those funky drills we did and uh it was awesome and so what we're really talking about here though john is getting out of the out of your head right getting out of this rut that we golfers get in and we get stuck on oh it's my elbow oh just hit the ball Come on, man. Let's just hit the ball. Hit it hard somewhere. That's what we were trying to do. Hit it solidly somewhere. And, folks, nine times out of ten, your solid ones are straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of what um, the the point of this uh, funny stories or not-so-funny stories or, you know, Pearly and his uh, his wonderful counsel uh, for me that where they've taken me uh, over the years. Like, I don't know if we – I don't think we had to stop at the liquor store on the way home, Pearl. I think we already had some. I'm pretty sure we already had some uh, back at the lodge. Yep. Uh, but, Jay, what, what a great place to play from, not in your head. John, one of the stuff I'm, I'm telling the younger kids that I'm working with is they're like, well, so what should I be thinking of? I said, think about scoring low. Think about having a blast. Think about anything but your golf swing. 
just feel your golf swing and work yourself around the golf course the way you see the ball going. Just do that. And, boy, these kids are coming back with some fun stories. You can hear the excitement in their voice. You can hear the – I can see the the lower scores coming for them. It really takes the uh, – makes the game much more fun. And one of the things, probably I know you've heard me say this a bunch, and then we've got to wrap up this segment, but they both come to me, and uh, three of them have come to me and said, boy, I don't feel like I'm out there very long. That 18 holes of golf, oh. it seems to go by so much quicker. I've had that a few times, and that is a wonderful, wonderful feeling when all of a sudden you're like, this is the 18th hole already? Because I've had plenty of times where I'm like, are we done with the front nine yet? When do I get to go home? Exactly. That's no doubt about it. Well, um, uh, that's going to wrap up the back nine, but don't go anywhere. We have the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. we got an episode of Whack and Chase. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Bill DeWitt the Third, president of the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're talking to Jay Delsing. And wait, oh, sorry, what's the name of the show? Uh, Golf with Jay Delsing. Oh, yeah, let me start it. <laughs> After my knee replacement, I was able to swing the golf club pain-free again. SSM Health Physical Therapy guided me through the rehab process, and when I was ready, one of their specially trained KVS certified physical therapists put me on that 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. They evaluated my posture, alignment, and the efficiencies of my golf swing, and it's helped me tremendously. They gave me golf-specific exercises to help my swing and be more efficient and repeatable. Call them at 800 518 1626 or visit them on the web at ssmphysicaltherapy.com tell them jay sent you for a special pricing discount your therapy our passion are you looking for a great career do you like meeting nice people working with your hands and fixing things inside the home marcon appliance parts company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service major appliance service technicians are in very high demand major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In St. Louis or St. Charles County, contact Brian Probst at AAA Home Services. The phone number is 636-299-3871. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I know you've heard me talk about Whitmore Country Club. I want to thank them for supporting the show again for the third year and tell you things are going great for them. There's 90 holes of golf when you join at the Whit- at Whitmore Country Club. The membership provides you access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. Cart fees are included. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. 24-hour fitness center is fantastic. There's two large pool complexes uh, and three tennis courts. Stop in the golf shop. you got to see my buddy Bummer. He is an absolute great guy that would love to help you with your game and love to show you around um, the uh, facility. He and his staff uh, run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events. There's live music. There's uh, uh, great dining opportunities out there, outside, inside. Anything you and your family need golf-wise, fun-wise, Visit WhitmoreGolf.com or call them at 636-926-9622.
Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club, September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic. Have you met your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach? He proudly serves St. Louis area families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies and provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency with Farmer's Insurance at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. I want to tell you about Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. My friend Colin Fern runs the store over there, and he helped me buy a used Volkswagen for my daughter, Joe when she turned 16. We've had the car for over a year. It's running great. It's nice and safe, and we've taken it there to get it serviced just recently. Pearlie, that does the show with me, just bought a nice Toyota truck from Collins. So I want you to know that if there's any sort of vehicle you need, anything at all, you can get it at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. You can call them at 314-966-0303 or visit them at DeanTeamVWKirkwood.com. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearly May is with me, and we are headed to the back nine. Or Yeah, no, where are we headed, Pearl? We're headed to the 19th, 19th hole. hole, baby. 19th hole. 19th hole, the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. We'll go ahead and pop one of those, and uh, we're going to go right to Whack and Chase. When it comes to your golf game, do you need help from the experts? So do we. We're still looking for those experts. But until then, John and Jay will have to do. It's time for Whack and Chase on Golf with Jay Delsing. John, Jay, I don't know what the heck you guys are doing, but the people love Whack and Chase. Social media, baby. Social media. All the social media pub Jay's been doing. We got one (laughs) more Whack and Chase. David is on the line now. Hey, David, thanks so much for joining us. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're fine. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Big fans of the show. And as we get into the winter months, I'm thinking about getting on the course already. Hopefully it's sooner than May, but who knows? I'm up in Iowa right now, and uh, I'm really excited about the chance of maybe getting some feedback on my game. Iowa, wait a second. We need another pin. Hey, get the pin out. Put a pin up on the another map. One. Go David, okay. right. way to go, man. We appreciate you. I traveled north, and I kept 101 ESPN with me at all times. So That's oh, man, phone. we love you. We love you. Thank That's you sweet. so much. So what are you well, looking I, I want to help keep the lights on, you know? Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we definitely need to keep the lights on. It's tough enough doing this uh, this gig without the lights. Hey, David, where are you at with what, what question have you got for Jay tonight that uh, that he can dig deep into his archives of uh, of 50 years of uh, professional knowledge to uh, to talk about? Wow. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that, David. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's my situation. I've worked hard over the last couple of years. I've got my handicap down to a four. And, of course, 2020 is a challenge. And it was a challenge to get on the course. And so I've seen the handicap go up probably right around a seven or eight right now. I'm still really happy with that. Still playing some of the best golf I ever have. My biggest challenge is I want to bring the club to parallel. 
and I've never been able to get my flexibility to the point where I can get that club out there, uh, you know, parallel, so that way I'm always hitting that ball flush when I'm coming back down. Um, it's why it's not like I have a slicing issue, but there's a lot of times where I get on that first tee, I'm feeling really confident, I think I'm loose, and then I duff it and only goes like 25 feet in front of me, and I'm looking around wondering if I need, if I should just pack up and go home then. So, <laughs> well, if that's, that's... you have any advice, I would love it because I would just love to have the fluidity get it to parallel, and come back down to the ball and not be like, all right, am I going to duff this thing or what? So I want to confirm something, Jay. You know my swing, and it's just gotten shorter and shorter. Is he talking about getting it to parallel on the backswing or the follow through? <laughs> yeah, exactly. David, Pearly, <laughs> if you blink, you miss Pearly's backswing now. <laughs> and I, I'm, no, I'm, pretty, I, I'm pretty sure I'm short of parallel on the backswing and the follow through. Yeah, I think so. I don't think parallel is <laughs> even in the equation. Well, um, so, gosh, you're a good player, and um, – let me ask you: um, Are you are you thinking? You're thinking mostly for your long game, right? It doesn't really matter if we get our our short irons uh, back to parallel. You're thinking more like you want your driver, your three wood, some of your longer stuff to 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 just get a little bit longer. Well, maybe. I mean, and maybe that's maybe this is the issue that we've identified here. Is I don't quite know what my issue is because I can tell you off the tee, I'm probably around three oh five. I'm happy with that. I don't think I'd really more. Damn, I'd be real happy with Pearl, that. Is that, is that what, right you, now he's jealous you of you, get David. 305 by getting to parallel or even close to parallel, I'm going to parallel, baby. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to do the whole Anthony Kim thing from 2009, right? Like, if I don't bring it all the way back and I bring it through, I have more control. But I, I guess, yeah, I have more issues probably that second shot where I'm, you know, it's a difference for me trying to get the ball, let's say, 10 to 15 feet from the pin. Sometimes I end up, I'm on the side, I'm not even on the green. So I, I guess control out of the fairway is what I'm trying to solve. And my assumption was the issue is I'm not bringing that club in the right slot every time to come through it. Okay, but back to the parallel issue. When is it, when do you feel that you're not getting it there and when you want to get it back to parallel? Is it the first tee? Is it when the pressure's on? Is it when you're into the wind or a tight hole? When does it, when does it occur? I, I, it's, it's the first and second shot, and I guess – I notice it. I feel like I notice it more with my iron play. Usually, when I'm working with like a six iron and higher, well, or lower, six, you know, six five four three. So you've told us a little about a little bit about your game, but tell us a little bit more. Do you play some competition? Are you playing for money? Are you playing in leagues? Tell us a little bit about where you're where you've been and where you're at with your game. I stopped playing golf for money because I always lost the money. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I played high school. I, I grew up born and raised in St. Louis. I played at Chaminade. I wasn't the best golfer on the team by any means. Um, but I kept through with college, and, um, you know, the, the the correlation I saw with my game getting better was the more I played, which is a really common-sense thing to say. But, you know, in, you know, a couple years ago, I logged, you know, 60-something rounds of golf. I got my handicap down to a four, and I was really pleased with that. And so uh, a big a big thing is just having the consistency. And I love the game. It's how I bond with my dad. It's how I bond with my friends. That's awesome. And, you know, it's the one sport that I feel like I can play well you know, as I get older, I'm only 28. It's not like I'm. It's not like I'm. I'm, I'm worried about having to give up the game. But you know, if there's still, is there something that I can do now to to prolong how I, quote unquote, feel competitive when I play right now? I mean, that would be great. But am I playing in tournament play? No, and I think that's that's better off for everyone. David, tell me what you've tried to do to try to fix this. So what when you're out on the golf course, or you feel like, I don't know, you just feel like uh, this is what you need to do. What do you try to do? I try and do some stretches. I probably do like, I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes before. I mean, I think ten is like really exaggerated. It's probably closer to five minutes. But I really just try and get loose enough. I know during my round, I'm constantly trying to swing that club. 
um, you know, in my practice swing. You know, something I didn't do for the longest time was I didn't get to do a practice swing because I didn't want to waste a good swing on the practice. I wanted it to <laughs> hit the ball. Exactly. I <laughs> understand. Know. So, you only got so many in there. We got to remember that we only have X amount of good swings uh, in our lifetime. So the heck, if we want to waste them on the practice swings. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to deplete them. If I'm playing 18, <laughs> I don't want to lose it by 10. You know, that's a lot of golf ahead of you guys. Well, I am very confident that uh, that uh, Jay can help you in a big way here. And if he can't, I've got some things I'm going to throw into the mix. No, absolutely. Well, first of all. Um, David, congratulations on having such a, a damn good golf yes. game and playing, you know, since your early years. And um, we both hate you that you're 28 because we're both uh, 60 and, you know, we're, we're old. But <laughs> one of the things that I want to point out to you, you can sit there and smash a tee ball 300 yards plus. That is so unusual. Okay? It just is unusual for an amateur to be able to do that. So, um my guess, my guess is, so let me let me back up. If you want to get a longer backswing, now I'm going to say this, David, I don't think it's necessarily going to do what you want it to do, but I'm going to tell you how to do it. But, Jay, shouldn't we distinguish between driver and three woods and yes, irons? And, I, and I'm going to. So, Well, me, he says he's going to, but that's why I brought it up. I was wondering when he was going to. Someday. Someday. someday Isn't someday. it hard me to do it when John's talking he over me? He's talking over you. What a rude guy. Wow. I'm playing both sides here. I'm okay, 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 fine. 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 You're on your own. Oh, we have David here, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, 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 bud, what I'm thinking is what the longer um, your driver, your three wood, your three, four, five irons, um, if you want to stretch that backswing out a little bit, I, this is odd. I'm sure you've never done this, but the the answer lies in your lower body. So they've done studies before that if you can move your lower body back, and I don't mean sway, I just mean load it up now, right, into your right hip and into your right quad. If you can rotate that hip back one inch, one inch is equivalent to up to 14 inches longer in your backswing, David. Wow. Now, you don't, want, you don't want 14 inches, I'm sure. Well, but I need two, like two and a half feet, so I, I want to go two and a half inches. That right. is what you're saying. Probably on my hip you toe. need a new hips and traction. Okay, <laughs> ruining David's fix. I'm oh, trying yeah. to fix so, this. So yeah, yeah, you're not sticking up for me, Meat. After he's just slamming me over here. I said I was playing both sides. I defended <laughs> each of you once. I am sides. done now. So David, what I would do? So here's what I would do if if I'm you. I wouldn't worry it nearly as much about making that backswing longer, I'd worry about, I would focus on your rhythm and some of the fundamentals, especially in your iron game. So you smash this drive out there 300 plus yards and you miss the green. That is not really swing related. There's something in the fundamentals that are not matching up for you. And I'm sure it's going to have to do with your aim or your ball position. Uh, I'm almost a hundred percent. David, do you watch any golf on TV? Oh, I, I watch it religiously. Okay, I would challenge you big time to watch how many pros with a five iron or less take it to parallel with those clubs. I would challenge you. I think Jay's exactly right for once on this uh, on this. Par- on <laughs> it's this, a shotgun theory, David. You got to be right on occasionally this, on this parallel thing and uh, and getting more into your rhythm, uh, pace, that kind of stuff. So. So if I'm directionally challenged, I mean, how do I fix this aiming issue? So we got to get you on the range. We got to get your body stacked, your feet, 
knees, hips, shoulders stacked on top of each other. Your forearms, bud, they need to be level. You're a right-handed guy, right? Mm-hmm. You've yeah. got to be careful that your right forearm isn't sitting an inch or two above your left forearm at address. I'm almost positive that it is. It's a very strong feeling position, but David, it will do you in. I'm an expert at this. I did this for years. He knows. It's, it used it's to piss for years. me off, David. That and I, David, even when I was watching and telling him not to do it, he would do it anyway, so keep that in mind. Yeah, and I did. He's right, and it still pissed <laughs> me off, and I couldn't do it, but you got to get your forearms level, and they all have to be those parallel train tracks, David. They all have to be added left of your line, and that is it, man. You don't need much. You need a little tweaking with your fundamentals. You need to stay in touch with me. If I can help you, I will. And, um, and man, 300 yards plus yeah, up yeah, to don't lose we love, that. We, don't we, lose we, we love that. And, David, this is the way we end our Whack and Chase segments. If we help you, and this actually works, we want you to call everyone you know, tell your friends about the show, call us back, and tell us how great we are. And if I, it does, I got no problem doing that. You guys are the only ones that ever talk golf. It's why I love listening to you guys. I'm so glad you're on 101 ESPN. And I, you know, I don't know if I'll get to put this work in here in 2020. I might have to wait till 2021. But you can expect a follow up call from me for sure. We really appreciate it. Now, here's the caveat, though. But <laughs> you keep missing those greens with your short irons and everything. Tell them we never met. <laughs> yeah, I, who are you? I, where am I? Yeah, that's, that's right. What phone call? Right What's 101 ESPN? David, thanks so much thanks, for being David. with us. All right, so Pearl, interesting how that that David's um, issue is, you know, he's talking about the length of his swing, and it, it's really, as far as I'm concerned, not hugely important, especially for a guy that's as good a player as he is. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things to work on, much of what we've even talked about on this show. I would, I would probably never work on that. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. But you can see why some with the, with the golf things that are out there, how you can get yourself you know worked up. But the bigger thing is just trying to recover from twenty twenty because of COVID, and he didn't get to play any. Yeah, exactly. So go back to the drills that we've been talking about. The other stuff, but he was a he was a fun interview. It's it's fun to hear the passion and the desire that people have to get better and the things they want to work on. But as you and I have learned. Way too many times. It's important to work on the right stuff. And the show's up in Iowa, Pearl. We're moving north. <laughs> David's from Iowa, and we got a new uh, a, a new pin on our board from the state of Iowa. Well, Pearl, that's going to wrap up. She's <laughs> like, "What are you talking about?" You looked at yeah, me you, like you a, lost me. You lost me on that one. Thanks yep. for the explanation, though. I'm back on. Okay, you're back on. Well, good because now it's time to get back off because that's going to wrap up another show. That's fantastic, Jay. Enjoyed the heck out of it again. But thanks for being with us. Me, thanks for taking such great care of us here at the ESPN Studios. And uh, we will see you next week on Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.